0: Hello, and welcome to episode 86, Six Steps to Optimize Your Meditation. If you've ever tried to meditate, you might have said that it isn't that easy. And you know what, you're not alone. Meditation is not so easy and requires precision, skill, and practice. In today's episode, I'd like to discuss how to prepare for meditation, why stability of the body is so important, and the importance of proper breathing. The practice of mindfulness and meditation comes with a lot of practice, apart from just learning the skills to calm down and focus. Meditation is life transforming, and it requires that you train yourself with precision, concentration, and practice, and with pure intentions and a sincere effort you do become connected with your innermost being, yourself. And I spoke about that in the last podcast. And the more you're engaged in practice in life itself, the more refined your mind becomes. Meditation itself is not only a practice on your seat, but it's a lifestyle lived off the seat as well. And for many people wanting to learn to meditate or wanting to deepen their already established practice, practicing a few lifestyle habits actually will optimize your practice. And this is what I'm going to go over today. The first one I state is live in balance. When you commit to mindfulness and meditation, it's imperative that you create your lifestyle to support the practice. Many of you have always heard me say, bring your lifestyle into meditation or your life into it, not the other way around. Meditation is a skill requiring balance, so it's necessary for you as a practitioner to live a balanced life. The balance that you create in your life will be reflected in your practice as it will become more stable and comfortable over time. You know, we live in a world of absolute uncertainty, so more than ever, a balanced mind is hard to find. When you show up to your daily practice, it's imperative that you have the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual balance. If there is balance, then the atmosphere becomes centered and still, and then you enjoy going to your practice. The second step is to prepare yourself. The best way to get the most out of your practice is to prepare before actually sitting for meditation. For example, in preparation, you establish a routine. For example, you get up, you wash your face, you can shower, clean your teeth, whatever's your, uh, whatever your sequence would be, and then do a few stretches to create a routine to prepare the body to be comfortable and still during your meditation time. How do you decide what to do to prepare? Well the whole idea is to keep in mind that the purpose is to have a still mind so one of the biggest deterrents is the sitting pose, how you sit, how you hold your body. So when you get uncomfortable keep in mind your mind then becomes uncomfortable and then you don't want to sit and have that quiet inward practice anymore. So it's best to have a few stretches and a sequenced movement routine to strengthen and stabilize the body. And that's what yoga postures have been designed for, and that's where it all came, asana, to sit, to be present. So these postures that we do in our yoga classes are really to get the body prepared for meditation so that it can be comfortable and stable. And a well-rounded sequence includes standing poses, twists, inversions, forward bending poses, backward bending postures. And of course, I always like the Tadasana, the standing tree pose. I like to do that before I sit down because it allows that one-pointed balance to really become established. But you can develop your own stability or your own practices to promote that stability for yourself. Also, when you're doing this, consider your experience level and build that accordingly. And you know what? You could find a routine in a yoga class that you may like, or you could find the sun salutation. My book, Feeling Good Matters, has that. And that was the version that I put, the practice that I do so that I have that systematic sequence before I sit down. And it's also worked well for many, for those that aren't engaged in a typical yoga asana class or don't have access to that. The third uh, step would be to be precise and pay attention to details. The best way to establish a solid practice is to have a precise and systematic routine, and you've heard me say over and over again, that you follow each day and pay attention to the details of that. You know, it's not enough to just say I sit and I just think about whatever comes in my mind. I've heard that a lot. That's really not what meditation is. It's okay if you wanna do that, but that's not really training the mind. For example, when we teach the five steps in our master class, these steps explain that it is important to have a systematic routine that you follow to bring the mind inward. Here's an example. When you establish your sitting posture for meditation, you need to have your head, neck, and trunk aligned, making sure that your hips are higher than your knees, whether you are on the floor or on a chair, and the chin can be slightly down in order to maintain that long neck. And that'll pave the way for the mind to go inward. And then the next step we teach is to bring your attention to your breath. Breath is the key anchor for the mind at this point, And we'll talk about that in the next step. And then after we establish the breath, we relax from our head to our toes and our toes to our head. And then we proceed in the fourth step to refining our breath even further. And then it follow it gets followed by focusing our attention on the last step. And these five steps we repeat each day, it's a five step sequence and it's actually designed to settle the mind and bring the mind from the outside to the inside. From a neurological perspective, we start with the body and then we bring it inward by focusing our attention. The fourth step, as I mentioned just previously a moment ago, is to incorporate the science of breath. Breath is the most important aspect of any mindfulness and meditation practice because it regulates the nervous system. By bringing conscious awareness to the breath, we activate our internal deep level change and that helps bring balance to the body and mind. A conscious breathing practice, otherwise we can call that known as pranayama, should be the key part of your preparatory practice that establishes a meditative container and that's your body. And this will ultimately help you improve concentration, build focus, and enhance your health. Keep in mind, though, that the foundation practice before we start talking about pranayama and moving the energy fields with using the breath as the vehicle, we must have already been established in diaphragmatic breathing. So that's the key skill for anyone learning to meditate diaphragmatic breathing. And the fifth step is to be Fully committed to your own practice and create a positive intention. Self-practice is something that distinguishes a good practice from a great one. And to hold the space for your mind, it's important for you to do the inner work. Committing fully to your own practice encourages you to continuously grow in your life. Set your intention to practice and to create positive intention globally. And as you connect internally and believe in yourself fully, your practice will contribute to the higher or the full collective consciousness of the world, that higher consciousness. It's not so much we're doing the practices just for ourselves, but we're doing it for the collective consciousness so that we can be a force of positive change. And the sixth step, always keep your inquiry alive by studying and continually learning. Life never stops teaching us on and off the mat or on and off our cushion or chair, wherever we're sitting. As a seeker, don't stop being a student, regardless of how experienced you've become. To bring excitement to your practice and to be more innovative with your life, continue your education, whether it be through workshops, retreats, or trainings. I have to include here online courses because that seems to be the wave that everyone's going. So please, when you engage when you do engage in online course, make sure you have classes that engage with humans. It's ideal. I know we do supplemental classes, but we also have live classes so that humans could now interact. And then the classes online can be supplemental. So if you have an online class that you're doing, make sure it's supplemental to something that you're doing live. That's why we do live events and we offer online sessions following that. It helps to reinforce what's going on. If you practice mindfulness in meditation, you have the ability to be the guiding light for others by introducing them to self-love, self-awareness, and the mind-body connection. If you follow these six tips and put it into your practice, it actually will serve to lift you up and transform your life. So let me just go over them one more time, what those six steps are. Living in balance, preparing yourself, that's the preparation before you sit, Be precise and pay attention to details, establish that systematic practice. Incorporate the science of breath, learning the foundation practice of diaphragmatic breathing. Commit yourself fully to your own practice and create that positive intention. And six, always keep your inquiry alive, studying and continue learning. These are the keys that will keep your practice alive and enriched and encourage you to keep following that path. And as I always say, do your research and see what works for you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And the Susan Taylor podcast does come out every week and is available on SusanTaylor.org, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and other podcast platforms. And as I always say, and I'll continue it just until we're almost at the 100 mark, please keep in mind that if you like this podcast, share it on my YouTube channel, Susan Taylor PhD YouTube is how you can Google it. We'll have a different address once we get to the 100 mark. And you can go there and subscribe and share it from there if you like. It'll really help support the community and the movement that we're trying to do, the spiritual seekers that we all are out to create that positive change. Visit SusanTaylor.org for more information or contact us with any questions, comments, or feedback. And you can also email your comments to feedback at I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.